Here we go, Steelers fans. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. I am your host, Jeremy Betts. Looking forward to talking fantasy football with you today. Uh, The Steelers Fantasy Football Fix is a part of the Behind the Steel Curtain dot com family of podcasts there is uh so much content on the podcast side brought to you by behind the steel curtain.com you've got to check it out if you haven't seen uh some of the other shows that are out there the let's ride podcast with jeff hartman that comes out monday wednesday friday in the mornings the previews the recaps uh there's so much more than just those that i've mentioned as well including this podcast, the Steelers Fantasy Football, Football Fix, check it out, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget about the online content as well. It's the place to go if you are a diehard Steelers fan like myself. All right, let's jump in like we always do and recap the week that was a tough week for Steelers fans and their team Man, what a a letdown again. Uh, Offensively, couldn't get anything going uh, as far as scoring points and putting ourselves in a position to uh, make a comeback later on in the game. And the injuries on defense really starting to show um, that the Steelers can't play their style of defense without some of the key names, Alex Highsmith, T.J. Watt, and some others that are less than 100%, hopefully coming back for week four. But in week three, it was not a good showing. Definitely puts the Steelers behind the eight ball in terms of the season. But like our episode title for this week, not all is lost from a fantasy perspective. This last week was fantastic for fantasy and rough for real. So if you are not a fantasy football fan and you are looking for um, someone to uh, talk about how bad things went uh, during this last week's game, this is the wrong podcast. We're going to talk about the uh, absolute breakout for a couple different players uh, caused by a rough situation in real life, uh, making a great fantasy game for several players. Um, We're going to talk about Um, All those players uh, from the Steelers in Week 3 that uh, participated in the game and were fantasy uh, producers for your teams. And then we're also going to preview Week 4 from both teams coming up. Steelers at Packers, 425 on CBS this weekend, this Sunday. We're going to preview that game. And then we're going to go over some waiver Wire adds a waiver wire wish list, if you will, going into week four. But first, let's talk about the game that was the Steelers versus Bengals game. The fantasy star of the week for the Pittsburgh Steelers was none other than Najee Harris, whose 28.2 PPR points are a career high for him. I know it's only been three games, but he is really taking on that uh, Le'Veon Bell style role in this offense. Currently in PPR leagues, he is the running back six in the rankings based on scoring. 
And uh, that's really with only two good weeks out of three um, as far as fantasy production. But 19 targets and 14 receptions will do that in a PPR league for a running back. 28.2 PPR points for Najee. He is the fantasy star of the week. He's exactly what you drafted him to be if you drafted him in the late first, early second round. A top-level talent that stays in your starting lineup no matter what. The fantasy bust of the week, I have to go with the Steelers defense special teams unit. Three points, I believe, four points maybe in the loss to the Bengals. Against a team that struggles with turnovers like the Bengals do and uh, a defense that really should be so much better, this is a bust. Uh, This is not a good showing from the defense. And again, we talked about how hurt they are on that side of the ball. I think that does play a factor into their ability to rush the passer and create turnovers. So hopefully in the future weeks, that will be something that gets remedied as the season progresses. Uh, The surprise of the week, uh, Pat Fryermuth uh, with 11.2 PPR points. Uh, Really, the big boost came from the touchdown catch that he was credited with on the shovel pass from Roethlisberger in the second quarter of that game. Um, He he put together a a strong showing uh, as far as being the more targeted tight end of the two. Eric Ebron being the other. Ebron had two targets and two drops. What else is new, right, Steelers Nation? Uh, Ebron is becoming a non-factor in fantasy, and Pat Fryermuth seems to be clearly ahead of him now in game usage, passing game usage. So definitely the surprise of the week, Pat Fryermuth putting up double-digit points, which if you can get that from your tight end slot, you will take that every time, especially if you did not get one of the top three or four tight ends in fantasy sports. Um, so Pat Frymuth was a big surprise. Um, we're going to talk a little bit, though, about the receivers now. Uh, Deontay Johnson did not play in this game, so Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool were boosted in a lot of uh, leagues because of that. Uh, Juju ended up getting hurt. His rib injury kept him out of the second half of that game and he only scored a little bit over five points in PPR. So his production definitely did not help fantasy managers who were looking for a solid flex play. Uh, Chase Claypool, however, did have a decent game, nine catches and 96 yards receiving uh, in PPR leagues. That's good for 18.6 points. That's a, a good showing from a wide receiver, especially one that you're probably relying on more as a flex player. Uh, so that's good work there from Chase Claypool. He did get a lot more targets than we have seen in the first two games where Deontay Johnson was available to the team. So don't be surprised if um, that takes a step backward. Uh, but we have seen that with targets, Claypool can be a an effective fantasy football uh, producer. So keep him in your flex consideration on a weekly basis juju right now though is very iffy for me his usage in this offense is just not fantasy productive Uh, he does have a solid role in the offense as far as helping the team to try to win games but it's not translating over to fantasy football at this point so uh, just uh, temper your expectations right now for juju smith schuster 
Um, both Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster should be uh, playing against the Packers this week, according to Mike Tollins' press conference this afternoon. They uh, should be watched very carefully, their practice participation and all that, but I would expect Deontay Johnson specifically to be back and ready to go for a Week 4 matchup against the Packers. Uh, So keep him in mind for your lineups as well. We'll get into Week 4 a little bit later. Uh, But let's just kind of go over some some highlights, things to, to consider from this game to maybe... What, what can we learn from the Steelers' Week 3 fantasy production? Uh, I think number one is that Najee Harris will not get as many targets uh, in the future with Deontay Johnson back in the fold healthy. 19 targets for a running back is insane, and 14 catches also is insane. I believe that's a Steelers record now, 14 catches by a running back in one game. Wow, he was really racking up the PPR points there. That's 14 PPR or 14 points just off of receptions, uh, but turning that into uh, 100 plus yards receiving and then adding 40 yards on the ground as well made that a huge night for uh, Najee Harris. I would expect more touchdowns in the future from from Harris, but uh, the targets should dip as Deontay Johnson rounds back into form. And then the, uh, another thing to consider from this is something we've been seeing all year is that uh, Big Ben is not a fantasy-relevant uh, quarterback. Even after throwing for over 300 yards in this game, he still compiled only 13-plus uh, fantasy points. Uh, so not a great showing again from Ben. His rhythm has been off. Uh, the offensive line has been allowing him to get pressured repeatedly. And that is uh, keeping his uh, keeping a cap on his uh, ability to score uh, for you in fantasy football. So I'm, I'm not even seeing him as a streaming option going forward until things change with this offense. So something to keep in mind there. Something I think we learned from uh, week three and the weeks leading up to it. And then uh, another thing is just that Claypool is probably the receiver. Two on this team that you want in fantasy. Deontay Johnson obviously is number one, a, a great player and somebody that will push for a top 15 uh, ranking in his position group. But Claypool is the, the second wide receiver that you want on this team. And uh, his upside on a weekly basis makes him uh, a so- – well, his target share makes him a solid flex play and his big playability – makes him someone that could really go off any time and could be a valuable boost in a, on a weekly basis. So uh, Claypool should be given regular consideration for your lineups ahead of Juju Smith-Schuster and others in this passing attack. All right, let's go have a short break, and when we come back, we will take a look at week four and then jump into our waiver wire wish list for week four.
right, welcome back to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. Thanks for sticking with me uh, in a tough week, Steelers fans. I know if, if you're like me, it's hard to to get on and, and take a look at what the pundits are saying and, and how the general view of the Steelers is after tough uh, weeks and when you can definitely see an, the offense uh, and parts of the team really struggling. And uh, so... Thank you for for joining. I do want to thank all of the listeners who tune in regularly uh, to the Steelers Fantasy Football Fix. This is one of one of my favorite things that I have ever done. Being able to uh, give you guys content about the Pittsburgh Steelers It's one of my favorite things to discuss and talk about. One of my passions in life is definitely this Pittsburgh football team. And playing fantasy football is a is a way that I really enjoy interacting with the NFL season, and with Steelers players. I love to get Steelers players on my team. If you'd like to connect with me, I I am on Twitter. I know I had somebody ask uh, on Twitter if I had a Twitter account. I do. It's at thebets93, at T-H-E-B-E-T-Z-9-3. You can follow me there. You can ask me fantasy related questions. You can just talk Steelers with me. Uh, You can let me know great deals you got in trades or waiver wire pickups. I want to hear all of it from you. Uh, I play in eight leagues this year. For those who listen regularly, you know I've been given a weekly update on that. I went four uh, four and four in my eight leagues in week one, and then three and five, not great, in week two. But this week, ladies and gentlemen, I went seven and one and I can't believe the one loss. It was by less than a point. And uh, just my teams were clicking and everything seemed to fall into place uh, for the other teams I was playing to either have uh, significant injuries like a Christian McCaffrey that really limited them or just my team really outplaying and, and jumping on uh, great weeks. So... It was a fun week for me. I really wish I could have gotten that last win to make it 8-0, but 7-1, I will take it and uh, move forward into week four. Love fantasy football. Connect with me on Twitter if you want to talk more about it. At TheBets93, I'd love to hear from you. All right, let's jump into week four. We're going to talk about Packers week. We're going to go over Steelers and Packers players that you're going to want to keep an eye on in fantasy. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Uh, let's start in Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers is right back on track where he left off in uh, 2020 uh, with great, great play after a tough week one, a really bad week one against the uh, New Orleans Saints where their offense just couldn't get going. Uh, we're seeing that that is definitely a just a bump in the road and not anything that will continue. The offense looks great. Aaron Rodgers is playing great. He should be in your starting lineup this week against uh, what has been a shaky Steelers defense when injured. Keep an eye on the injury report for the Steelers defense. See who's coming back. There is opportunity for Stephon Tuitt to come back uh, this week as well off of IR, uh, injured reserve. And uh, if so, if you get Alex Highsmith, TJ Watt, and Stefan to it all back. I think you're going to see a huge uptick in pressure and the ability for the Steelers back end to really uh, play loose and free while the uh, front seven wreaks havoc in the backfield. Uh, so keep that in mind. Rodgers maybe gets a 
a little bit of a check, uh, but he is definitely a plug-and-play starter uh, no matter the defense. So keep him in your lineup in week four. Ben Roethlisberger, we talked about it, is is not fantasy relevant right now. He's not even a good streaming option for now. I mentioned he might be a good streaming option against the Raiders and against the Bengals, but he has not proven to be such, even against teams that struggle defensively. The Packers have been pretty decent against quarterbacks, uh, so I would keep Ben on my bench right now and not – or I would actually not even have him on my bench. <laughs> uh, I would keep him – on the waiver wire and not even touch him for now. There are better options for you, even in the streaming world, if you stream quarterbacks. Let's jump to running backs. It's easy, starting with the Steelers. You start Najee Harris. He is matchup proof at this point because of the volume, because of the passing game work, and he is what you wanted when you drafted him. So keep him in until we see otherwise. Start Najee. The Packers are 18th. in points against versus running backs, so they are in the back half of the league. So Najee, a good start this week. Passing game work makes him a lock start almost every week at this point. Uh, I, I shouldn't say almost every week. I should say every week. He is a locked-in starter every week. Aaron Jones on the Packers side, uh, you have to start him because of where you drafted him and because he is such a good player. Uh, but I wouldn't expect huge production. The Steelers' defense is fifth-ranked uh, in points against against running backs. So they tend to hold running backs at bay, even though the defense has struggled the last couple weeks in keeping point totals down. Running backs have still not had much to work, on, work with when facing that Steelers' front seven. So temper expectations for Aaron Jones, but I think you do have to start him, even if you were to downgrade him to a flex uh, or something like that. He is a start this week, along with Najee Harris. Moving on to wide receivers. On the Steelers' side, start Deontay Johnson if he's healthy. The volume will be there. He is Roethlisberger's number one target. They scheme for Deontay Johnson because he's so explosive in the open field. So you want start uh, you want to start Deontay Johnson if you have him. Uh, if you are lucky enough to have uh, two other receivers ahead of him, you can place him in your flex spot, and he should provide uh, good numbers uh, against a, a solid Packers defense. But uh, he's just gonna—he's a, a target monster, and the Packers really haven't faced a team yet that has a a target leader uh, like Deontay Johnson is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So uh, keep Deontay Johnson in this week against the Packers. The start of the week for me is on the Packers side of the ball. All right. From the, from this game, the start of the week is Devontae Adams Steelers on the back end have been given up huge points to wide receivers. Um, First, it was, Really, first it was Henry Ruggs and company against uh, the Steelers in uh, week two, the home opener versus Las Vegas, uh, that they really went off. But uh, Stefan Diggs did have a good or a decent game against the Steelers in week one. Uh, But then in week three, Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd both scored touchdowns, and Jamar Chase had multiple touchdowns. So the Steelers are giving up points to wide receivers from a fantasy perspective. Devontae Adams, who is a lock and load player anyway, you're not going to take him out of your lineup. He is the start of the week. Definitely expect 
good point totals out of Devontae in week four. Um, as far as the rest of the Steelers wide receivers, I think you can put Claypool in as a as a low-end flex I would temper expectations because of the issues with the offense right now, but he still gets enough target share in this offense, and Ben Roethlisberger is still throwing the ball around the yard enough to where uh, he could be a startable option as a flex player. But I am going to recommend sitting Juju Smith-Schuster in this game if you have other options for your flex spot or your wide receiver two spot. Uh, he's He's just not a reliable asset at this point especially coming off an injury. Um, so keep that in mind for Juju Smith-Schuster. If you have other options, use them. Uh, all other Packers wide receivers sh- should be sat in this game. The Steelers will um, – well, uh, sorry, the Packers will target Devontae Adams a lot, and uh, there's not enough work left for other receivers to make them solid starting options. You may see a Marquez Valdez-Scantling score a long touchdown or collect a long pass against this defense, but uh, it's not predictable enough uh, or consistent enough to where you want to make them a start against uh, the Steelers' defense, which should be really good again this week with uh, with most of their starters coming back. Hopefully, cross your fingers that that is the case. Uh, sit your other Packers wide receivers. At tight end, we are at a point where I think I can pretty safely recommend to stream Pat Fryermuth. Uh, I don't think he's a weekly starter. I would not say that. I would not even say that he's a tight end two at this point. But in a good matchup against the Packers, they're giving up a lot of points to tight ends right now. Um, I think he's a viable streaming option if you are in need uh, of that this week, week four. Um, we're not into uh, buys yet, so you know it's not something that may be necessary for you to do. But if you are a person who did not prioritize tight end in the draft and you are a tight end streamer, I am that in a couple leagues. Pat Fryermuth is a viable option this week for streaming. Robert Tanyan for the Packers is a sit for me. I don't like his matchup against the Steelers linebacking core um, and safety group. He's a red zone target anyway. That's where he gets his his points. That's where he makes his his money as a fantasy asset. So uh, in the red zone, he may score a touchdown, but he's not going to get a lot of targets. He's not going to get a lot of yardage against this defense. So if you can if you have better options if you can stream a guy like Fryermuth over Robert Tanyan I would sit Tanyan this week against the Steelers all right let's jump into kickers and defenses uh, for the kickers I think you start Mason Crosby their offense is just too good and the Steelers have given up the 28th most points to kickers in fantasy football I'm sorry the fifth most points to tight ends in the NFL this year for fantasy football. Uh, got confused there looking at the numbers on ESPN. But, um, yes, fifth most points to tight uh, – excuse me, two kickers in fantasy football this this year so far. So uh, Mason Crosby is a good start. Um, I'm, I'm sitting Chris Boswell, though, this week until the offense can show they can get better, if that's even something that can happen. Uh, Boz is not a great option right now. Uh, especially against 
a Packers defense that has been fairly stingy so far for the most part, except for week one uh, when something weird happened and New Orleans had five touchdown passes against them. Uh, I don't see Chris Boswell being a huge fantasy plus this week, so keep him uh, on the waiver wire or on your bench you probably have better options at kicker this week. And then on defenses, uh, I'm just uh, cautioning to avoid both if possible. Not a good matchup for the Steelers' defense this week against a great offense. Um, And then the Packers' defense isn't really a turnover machine. They don't get a lot of sacks. And uh, the Steelers' offensive woes have been uh, well-documented and have allowed lesser defenses like the Bengals and the Raiders to score a few points, but um, I don't think the Packers are a great start this week. We will talk about some other options that will be better for you, even if you have the Steelers defense uh, in our waiver wire wish list, which we will hit up right now. Waiver wire wish list for week four, guys that you need to be targeting on the waiver wires. I'm going to give you two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and two defense special teams units that you want to take a look at and try to acquire this week. The first one is a running back, first waiver wire target, uh, and you probably know who I'm going for. It's Chuba Hubbard, the Carolina Panthers running back who replaced Christian McCaffrey when he went down last week. Uh, McCaffrey's not expected to be out long, maybe a couple or three weeks, but in that time, Chuba Hubbard will get a lot of volume in that offense. He should be a valuable fantasy asset for those weeks. And because McCaffrey is so injury prone, he is a fantastic handcuff. And if he's on your waiver wire, he should be on your team. Pick him up if you can. Um, and he could also be a fantastic tradable asset to a Christian McCaffrey owner. Um, if if you are able to pick him up and use him uh, during the time that McCaffrey is out. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, always, always looking for ways to improve your team, whether that be through the waiver wire or through trades. And this could be best of both worlds if you play your cards right. Uh, the second running back for me is Zach Moss. He's still available in a lot of leagues. And uh, I, I do think he needs to be on rosters right now really because of his goal line usage. The way that they use him is uh, as the power back and and the goal line back, and he gets a lot of touches in the red zone because of that. And this offense is so good that they're going to be in scoring position a lot. Zach Moss needs to be on rosters, and he's still available in a lot of leagues. Go out and get yourself Zach Moss if he's available in your league on the waiver wire. At wide receiver, my top wide receiver to go after right now is Tim Patrick from the Denver Broncos. Uh, he is just on fire uh, in the first three weeks. He scored a touchdown in two of three games. And in the third game, this last week, he had 98 yards on five catches and five targets. So he is the wide receiver two in Denver. And Teddy Bridgewater is slinging the rock around a lot. And uh, he's playing well. Tim Patrick needs to be on your roster, at least until Jerry Judy comes back, which won't be for a few more weeks. So make use of Tim Patrick while his value is still there and his skill set 
uh, is available to you on the waiver wire. Go pick him up. Um, and then another wide receiver here is Christian Kirk from Arizona. Um, I also uh, am putting A.J. Green in here as well, but I would go get Christian Kirk first. Uh, he is just getting valuable targets in this offense. He's putting up du- double-digit points every week. He is reliable through three weeks. And I know there's a lot of weapons in Arizona, but Kyler Murray is going to throw the ball a lot. And uh, he is proven to proving to be a valuable asset in their offense, and he is proving to be a valuable asset in fantasy if you need a plug-in for an injured player or you need to upgrade your flex slot um, in a deeper league. He is a guy that you should go after. Christian Kirk. A.J. Green has some value in this offense as well. He scored double-digit points in two of three weeks. So uh, give him an opportunity if Christian Kirk is unavailable, if you are in a really deep league and you are needing somebody uh, off the waiver wire at wide receiver. uh, A.J. Green could be a guy that could help your team as well, at least provide you some depth there at wide receiver. All right, the tight end that I have on the waiver wire wish list is Dawson Knox from the Bills, a second Buffalo player on this list. Dawson Knox has uh, shown up the last couple weeks in fantasy football, and uh, he's somebody that uh, anytime anytime you see um, a tight end scoring double-digit points, anytime you see a, a tight end with a regular target share, a reliable target share, or red zone opportunity – it catches your eye because there's not many of those. So Dawson Knox has really jumped off the page here. He should be somebody that you think about targeting in uh, on your waiver wire if you need tight end help, a potential a streamer, and somebody also that could fill in for an injured starter as well. Um, just Let me take a look at his stats here. 14.9 points in week three. Uh, including a touchdown reception. And then against Miami, he had a touchdown reception as well, 9.7 points, so uh, just off of the the double-digit point total there. And then in week one against the Steelers, he had uh, four catches for 41 yards, which in PPR leagues is good for eight points, which sometimes you'll take uh, if you uh, need help in the tight end spot. So he's proving to be fairly reliable as far as a low-end tight end goes so he's somebody that might be a good option for you to pick up on your waiver wire um, to solidify your tight end position a little bit if you have an established starter there or to be a good streaming option on a regular basis for you if you do not have a great tight end situation on your team Dawson Knox everybody the latest greatest thing in fantasy sports uh, all right, jumping to defenses. I told you we'd talk about some defenses to start this week. And uh, we're seeing a trend in the NFL this year that you want to start the defense that is playing the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars right now. Those are the two teams that you really, really want to pay attention to who's playing them. And uh, does this that defense have any talent at all? And if so, they are fantastic streaming options these two young quarterbacks here are so turnover prone. Uh, so they've been thrown into roles that are way above what they're ready for. Even Trevor Lawrence, who by all accounts is one of the best quarterback prospects to, to ever come into the NFL. And um, I can 
agree with that assessment because I spent uh, the last four years of my life, three years of my life, watching him tear up college football and really be a fantastic quarterback. So, um, but he's he's not there yet. He's learning the NFL. Um, he doesn't have a, a great cast around him, and so that team is turnover prone and uh, very um, useful as a as an opponent for fantasy defenses. So. This week, the Cincinnati Bengals, I know we don't want to talk about it, uh, the defense that just uh, shut down the Pittsburgh Steelers offense and made them look rough is now facing Jacksonville on Thursday night. A great streaming option. Try to pick them up on your waiver wire if you can, uh, if you need a plug-and-play defense for this week against a bad team in Jacksonville. Cincinnati is a good one. And then the other one, the team playing the New York Jets this week is the Tennessee Titans. They do have some talent on defense, especially along the the front. I would suggest trying to get Tennessee in uh, to your lineup if you can versus this Jets offense. Uh, Zach Wilson threw four picks against the New England Patriots in week two and uh, didn't fare much better this last week. Uh, These these two teams, the Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars, are teams you want to find who's playing them and start or stream that defensive special teams unit. All right, that is my waiver wire wish list. Guys, I think you want to pick up and take a look at for your roster and help uh, bolster your depth as injuries start to pile up in fantasy sports. And then... Uh, you know, just some some players that might provide value beyond that to your team. Uh, I really think Zach Moss specifically has a great chance to have a um, weekly usable a, a usable weekly role in fantasy because of his goal line work, and you know, just the the way they use him there is very fantasy relevant. So uh, he's a a great add if you can afford it if you can get him on your roster all right well thank you so much again for tuning into the Steelers fantasy football fix uh, this has been the eighth episode and I've been counting them off as we go I have enjoyed it so much I hope you guys are too don't forget to follow me on Twitter at the bets 93 thebetz 93 I'd love to hear from you have a great Wednesday and God bless <laughs>